Hey, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Gathering Grow podcast. I'm your host, Lily Robinson, and I'm very, very excited um, for this episode of the podcast. Our guest today is someone who I really just admire, and she's such an inspiration to me. Um, We met on Instagram, and I have just loved seeing her heart for the Lord and all that she does and just the way that she encourages others. Um, She's currently a college student at UNG, and she's just a really sweet person. So, Elizabeth, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it a lot. Hi, thank you for having me. That was so sweet. (laughs) Of course. So do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself um, before we get started? Yeah, of course. Um, So my name is Elizabeth Brown, and as Libby said, I am a student at UNG Dahlonega. Um, I'm also a FIMU there. Um, What else about me? (laughs) I'm a twin, too, so that's kind of fun. That's Um, so cool. But yeah, I'm a huge Jesus lover, and I'm involved in so many on-campus organizations, and I just have tried as well as possible to pour into others um, in my school, and so. That's great. I love that. Um, so kind of the, the main question that we ask here on the podcast is what advice would you give to high school girls or just your high school self? So what would that advice be for you? I think for me, um, you know, I was thinking about this question and I think for me it would be to have your hands open. Hmm. And what that looks like is just to kind of give the Lord your yes and to say, God, you know, I'm going to have my hands open to catch whatever you throw my way, yeah. whether it looks like something that I exactly like want to do or not. And, um, you know, what, whatever it looks like, Lord, like I'm, I'm open and I'm ready to take it. And I mean, I found this in high school just because, um, in high school, it's not that I ever had a really huge friend group, but I had a couple close friends. And so, um, what high school looked like for me was just kind of loving on literally everyone, um, whether or not they were my friend. And so, Um, By having my hands open to these other people, I was then able to kind of get a sense for their heart. And um, and through that, I started some clubs at my high school and I took on so many opportunities that I would have said no to if I hadn't been Mm, um, vulnerable with these people and if I hadn't invited that in. And so um, I think that's super important to remember as a high school girl, just because I know that it's really easy um in high school just to kind of go along with everyone else and become really complacent in your faith but I think it's so important to just open up your hands and say God like whatever you want to do through me I'm ready Mm. and I'm willing um and I just think giving him your yes is so important and it can lead you to so many opportunities like hello like I'm sitting on a podcast right now (laughs) that would have never happened if I hadn't said you know God do whatever you want to do um yeah and so I think that is super important for high school girls. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what does that, like, for you lately and personally, what does that look like now that you're in college? Like, how does that carry into that a different season? Well, I think whenever I started college, um, I remember, you know, getting to my dorm and just kind of saying, God, like, I don't know how this is going to look. I'm kind of scared because I'm on my own now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, whatever whatever you're going to do, please do it through me and help me to have a clear conscience and to be able to say yes to all these opportunities that might kind of seem daunting. Yeah. Um, And so through that, that meant me meeting so many new people and just kind of getting to know them more on a heart to heart level and to be vulnerable and open and to allow that. Um, And so that brought me so many friends and so many opportunities through them and I mean, I remember sitting at Passion earlier this year and this, okay, so my school, we do recruitment for um, sorority things 
mm-hmm. in the uh, in January. And so I remember kind of thinking about it all semester and kind of being like, okay, God, like if you want me to do it, like I'll do it. But also I was kind of afraid just because I've always heard horror stories from yeah. other schools. <laughs> and so I was like, oh my gosh, like I do not want to be judged by these girls. But, um, <laughs> but so, you know, I had my hands open. I said, okay, God, like whatever the answer is, like if you want to do it, then I, like it's okay. But if not, that's also fine too. Yeah. And so, um, so, you know, I remember praying that I was sitting in my seat at passion and the Lord kind of was like, okay, like just go through recruitment. And if you don't like it, you don't have to do it, but just at least try yeah. it out. And so, um, so, you know, I went into recruitment, ended up getting uh FIMU, which is, they've been such a blessing in my life just oh, because I've I met some that. of the most, I've met some of the most amazing girls through it. And yeah. through that, I've had so many opportunities to pour into others and um, to really just glorify God and everything. And I think that's also yeah. something that's been so prevalent in my life right now um, is just glorifying him through everything mm-hmm. um, and just being open and like, and then with my on-campus organization, uh, Wesley, that I'm involved in, I, on a whim, applied to their leadership team, just mm-hmm. thinking, like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm never going to be able to balance this with my schedule next semester. Yeah. Like, I'm never going to be able to do this. But, like, Lord, like, if you want it to happen, then you can make it happen. Mm. And I applied, had an interview, and I actually just got the call yesterday, which is kind of funny, um, that I was placed on the campus rep team, which is something That's that I, reg- awesome. yeah, That's I originally That's so hadn't- great. Congrats. Thank you so much. Wow. I originally hadn't applied for that kind of team. And so, you know, I was, yeah. I was prepping for this podcast and everything, kind of praying about it. And then I got that call and I was like, you know what? That came from me opening my hands and that mm, came yeah. from me saying, God, like do whatever you need to do. And mm-hmm. so I'm really excited to start that in the fall. But like the things that I have in my life now I've learned would never have come if I had been stubborn and if I had yeah. been not okay with being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I just think that was, that was so important for me to realize my first year of college. And even now, like with all this quarantine stuff, I mean, obviously my family, we've all been under one roof and so it's been kind of hard sometimes to be like, okay, God, like I'm going to glorify you in this yeah. because sometimes, you know, you get on each other's nerves, but, <laughs> um, but you know, I've, I found that it's so important to honor God in literally everything and every yeah. single word and every single conversation, even in chores that we don't want to do or in classes that we don't want to do online now. Yeah. I found that it's so important to be obedient. And to say, God, you know, even though I don't exactly love the situation that I'm in, you know, I know that you're turning it around for your good. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been that's something that I've definitely been learning recently. Yeah, that's so good. I think that's such a good point. So I guess you're talking about a lot about pouring into others. And I'm just wondering, like, what do you what advice would you give to somebody who wants to pour into others but doesn't really know how to or might not really naturally be around a lot of people that they can pour into like how would you say that you should prepare yourself to pour into people that you might not know or or the people around you I guess if that makes sense yeah um I think for me it's always been very important to make sure that you're getting poured into before you can pour Mm -hmm. out I as much as I don't exactly like I'm not super obsessed with the Enneagram I don't know a ton about it but I would I think I'm a type two Uh and um type twos are known for not exactly um not exactly being aware of their own feelings and their own emotions yeah. and how they're doing. And so um, that's something I find myself in a lot. But I think it's important to kind of, um, you know, at the end of the day, 
sit down, be quiet and just like ask God, like, Hey, like, I don't exactly know what I need, but like, Lord, I know that you're going to fill it up. And like, I know that you're going to sustain me. And I think it's important to be poured into before you can pour out. Because if you're doing, if you're doing things like if it's, I don't know, having a conversation with a friend, giving them advice or like going to buying them a cup of coffee or like praying over them. Like if you're not, if you're not full of love yourself, if you're not full of grace yourself, then I don't mm. know how you could pour that into other people. Mm. And so I think yeah. it's important before you go out to kind of center in and, um, you know, ask God, you know, where are the empty places that you can fill? Um, where am I lacking? Where am I um, just not exactly feeling the love that I want to give to other people. And so I think it's important whether you have people to reach out to or not to really understand his grace and his mercy for yourself, Hmm. um, before you can go out and serve others. Hmm. And actually the other night, this reminds me the other night I was reading, um, I've been reading through Luke recently. Yeah. And I was reading Luke seven and it was talking about the story of Jesus and the woman with the perfume. And so, you know, in this story, if you've read it before, um, the woman comes up to Jesus and she's crying at his feet and she's wetting his feet with her tears and she pours out her perfume on his feet and also wipes her or wipes his feet with her hair. And I think that illustration is so beautiful. It's like you have to pour yourself out before you can be poured into. You can't be full of yourself. And so um, that's such a good point. And so then Jesus said to this woman and said, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Mm. And so I think in order for us to go in peace to those around us, we at first have to have that faith to be poured Mm. into. Yeah. And I just that I mean, that has just been a piece of advice that I've always given people who, you know, seek to be encouraging or seek to serve others is just to fill your or allow God to fill you up before you Mm. try to fill others. Yeah. That's so good. I didn't, I, that story just, I love that story and hearing that perspective on it is, is very different from what you usually hear. And so I really love that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and then kind of the last like little question that I had for you is you're talking a lot about like saying yes. And I know that a lot of times saying yes to different things can be really scary. Um, and what are some, what advice would you give to a girl who might know that she needs to say yes to something God's telling her to do, but is, is kind of scared. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, they always say that one saying about taking a leap of faith, but that truly is what saying yes is. And so, so many times I've been in that situation where it's like everything in me wants to say no. Everything, you know, my schedule wants to say no. My anxiety about things wants to say no. My, I mean, just everything wants to say no. Um, And saying yes is one of the bravest and most courageous things I think that you can do in certain Mm. circumstances. Yeah. But that courage and bravery can only come from the Lord. Mm, And so so I think for, you know, if you're listening and you're wanting to say yes to an opportunity or anything like that, you know, the Lord turns everything around for his good. And so you might be worried about something now, but think about how you can bless others through your yes. And then then inspire them to say yes to things, inspire them to be obedient to the Lord. I would hate for anyone to be complacent in their faith and to not to not follow the call of God because they're afraid. Mm, um, yeah. You know, one time I heard this quote, I hope I can remember it right, but it, <laughs> it was kind of about like, whenever we're at the end of our rope, that's where the Lord picks up. Mm, and so sure. I think that that's a really good reminder for anyone who is struggling to say yes, or who is just downright afraid. Um, yeah. 
is just to remember that the Lord will sustain you and that your yes is music to his ears. Like he loves Mm -hmm. nothing more than to guide you and to be with you through kind of scary things. So yeah, yeah, that's, I think that's what I'd have to say about that. (laughs) That is so good. No, I really agree with that wholeheartedly. That's so true. It just reminds me of that verse in Isaiah, I think Isaiah 51, and it says the sacrifices of the Lord are just, just a heart. Like he just Mm -hmm. wants your, your heart like broken and ready to give to him. And so I think that's such a, such a good point. Yeah. Well, thank you so, so much for coming on the podcast. I love hearing everything that you had to share. It was very, very encouraging to hear. And, um, I know it's definitely going to, um, touch a lot of hearts. So thank you so, so much. I really appreciate it a lot. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. 